episode number 111. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. Are you eager to get unstuck and figure out what you would actually like to do with your career next? Have you been going around in circles trying to figure it out but getting no further forward? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my signature group program, the Career Clarity Academy. Changing career direction can feel overwhelming and daunting, but it doesn't have to be. In my signature program, we give you clear, step-by-step, proven processes for getting completely clear on what it is that you want to do and understanding how you can leverage your existing experience and position yourself to attract and land a dream role. To find out more, head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy. I'm going to be talking about the biggest thing that really holds people back from going ahead and pursuing a career change. So oftentimes when I speak to people and I've been speaking to people a lot over the last few weeks since everything has, you know, come up in terms of coronavirus and the impact that it's having on people and their careers. One of the things I've heard over and over again is people saying, you know, I can't find another role or now is not a good time for me to look for another role because of the market, because of what's going on. There aren't going to be any companies hiring. I don't think that there's any point in me looking. And that's something that people say over and over again. The other thing that I hear people say is that they're not sure whether now is the right time for them to make a move. And what I see when we kind of dig deep and look at the reason behind the reason that people often give, the biggest reason that people um, tend to stay where they are and stay stuck and don't move forward is the fear of making the wrong decision the fear of making the wrong decision. So oftentimes people are in a place where they have been working in their role for years, in their industry for years. They may have invested a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of resources to get to this stage in their career. And the thought of moving away from all that they know, all that they're familiar with, everything that they've done thus far to move in a completely different direction is scary. And it makes sense, right? It would be scary because you're you're saying, I'm not really happy where I am right now, or the industry that I'm in right now isn't, isn't able to facilitate me staying here. And I have to move to something completely different, completely foreign. And I don't know what that looks like. So what happens is people feel fearful around taking that step because it seems huge, it seems big, and so they stay where they are. And sometimes what ends up happening is there's an element of analysis paralysis, right? So you're thinking about this thing, you're thinking about making a change, you're trying to weigh up all the options. What could I do if I wasn't doing this? What else would I do? How could I get into it? All of the questions start coming up and you go over things so much in your head over and over and over again that 
that you kind of tie yourself up and then you get to tie yourself up in knots in your mind and you're just like, you know what? It's just too much. I just can't think about it. I'm just going to park it. I'll revisit this at some point in the future. Yes, I'd love to make a career change, but this just doesn't seem like a good time. And so what I want to encourage you to do is ask yourself, is it really not a good time or is it not a good time because you don't really want to go through the thought process because if you're parking it and saying this isn't a good time is it that when you revisit it in a month's time or in a few months time or in a year's time you're going to go through the same thought processes and end up in the same place um sometimes it's really funny how we do that right I've been in so many situations before where I have a decision to make and I, I'm thinking about this decision and I'm, I'm contemplating it and I'm going around in my head around whether or not I should do this thing or not do it. And then I have a conversation with, say, my husband or a friend and I talk to them about it and they ask me a few simple questions about what I could be doing and why I'm not doing what I could be doing. And that makes me realise, you know what, I've probably made this into a bigger deal than it actually is because I've been thinking about it and obsessing about it so much, I've kind of made myself feel like it's this big, huge problem when actually there's a really simple solution. And I think when it comes to contemplating something that's so huge and so impactful as a career change, we can do the same thing. We can get ourselves so tied up with it that we don't step back and say, do you know what? Like, let me just think about what I could be doing and whether or not I should be doing this. So one of the things that seems to come up often is people have a an either or mentality. It's like, I either have to stay where I am right now, or I have to make this huge leap and this huge jump right now. And what I want you to think about is a different way of viewing it. When you're saying, I want to embark on a career change, you're not necessarily saying, I am going to make a decision today and I'm going to quit my job today and I'm just going to jump into the unknown, be unemployed for a period of time and then try and figure it out. That isn't really how it often goes, right? If you decide that you're going to change roles, if you're not doing a complete career change, if you're looking for a new role, often the way that people approach it, unless they've been made redundant and they aren't currently employed, the way that people approach it is they will start looking for a new role or a new opportunity before they leave the current run, right? So if you are seeking a new role before you leave the current one, then there isn't really any risk to you searching or you starting to look. And it's the same thing when you're contemplating a complete career change. It isn't that you're going to decide today and you're going to move tomorrow. It's a journey. It's a process. And as you go through the journey and the process of figuring out what that new thing looks like, of figuring out what direction you want to go down, of doing some testing, of having some conversations, of going through a process which is taking you step by step to figure out where it is you want to end up, going through that process is going to help you to get the clarity that you need around whether or not this is the right decision for you to make. So instead of trying to make this decision from a standing start where you don't actually have all of the data, you don't have all of the evidence that you need to make the decision, instead of spending loads of time going round and round in your head trying to make a decision when you don't have all the information in front of you, what you can be doing is looking at how could I move What could I be doing so I can gain some of that data and that evidence? And when I talk about data and evidence, what I mean is if you're trying to decide, okay, should I go from working as, let's say, use my background as an example, should I go from working as a lawyer to working as a coach? 
in order for me to make that decision, I can't just sit here in my bedroom and say, should I make that decision? Should I make the jump? I need to have something to base that on. What does it look like to be a coach? What's the difference between working as a lawyer and a coach? What is it about me and my personality that would work well as a coach? What attracts me to that? I need to know all of those things. I need to know what what would um, my day-to-day be like. I need to know who would I uh, be spending most of my time with? What really lights me up? Will, will I be able to be doing things that are well aligned with my strengths? There's lots of things that I need to know about that potential industry or role that I want to go into before I can make a decision. So when we start, when we're saying to ourselves, you know, I need to make this decision about whether or not I need to stay or I need to go, make sure that you're actually making the decision with the right amount of information. Because if you haven't got the right amount of information, of course, it's going to be difficult. Of course, it's going to be hard for you to to, to make that call. And when you're saying to yourself, do you know what? I really don't want to make the wrong decision. I don't want to make the wrong decision. And if you're saying that, and then at the same time saying, I don't want to make the wrong decision, but I'm not doing anything about finding out whether this could be the right decision for me, then you're ultimately going to stay where you are right? So what I want to um, really share with you today is that the thing that really holds us back is the fear. And the best way to deal with fear is to address it and ask yourself, is this feeling that I have and are these thoughts that that I'm having, are they based on something real and true? Okay, so let's give an example, right? So recently, I went to watch my son's school play. And when he was doing his Christmas play last year, so he he's four, his first performance during his Christmas play, he he went onto the stage. We did all the practice of his lines. We practiced his lines over and over again. He had one line to say and he was ready to do it. And then when he got on the stage and it was his time to speak, he forgot his lines. But instead of just not saying anything, he looked up to the ceiling and said, oh, I forgot in a really funny way and he had this really cute expression on his face so as he said it the whole auditorium erupted into laughter and they thought it was really funny and afterwards he he said mommy why was everybody laughing at me why were they laughing at me when I spoke and I had tried to explain to him they weren't laughing at you they were they were laughing with you because you said something that was really funny because of the way that you said it. So at the time, I thought he understood that, right? Fast forward to his performance a few months ago, he literally refused to go out on stage. He had his whole penguin outfit on, he had everything ready, and he refused to go out. And when I asked him why, he was saying he's refusing to go out because everybody's going to laugh at him. So his fear was that everybody was going to laugh at him, but the fear was really based on the experience that he had before was, okay, I went on the stage, I said something, everybody laughed at me. But the context for him wasn't there. Like he didn't fully appreciate that you can laugh at somebody and be laughing with them or you can be laughing at them. He's too young to understand that concept. And so for him, he's just equated like being on stage, a crowd, people are going to laugh at me. And so I, I'm, I'm myself and my husband are going to have to do some work to help him to understand the difference so that he doesn't hold on to that fear going forward and that he refuses to do public speaking because he's really good and he is actually a natural, natural performer. So in his situation, when you unpack it, you have to look at, okay, what made him fearful and was his fear based on correct data? 
was his fear based on truth? His fear was that people were going to laugh at him, right? But they weren't really laughing at him. So he, ha- he, he is going to have to understand that difference. And I'm sharing that example with you because sometimes our fear is based on not the whole picture. Our fear is based on a perception. And so if that is the case for you, then it's about looking at that and saying, when I'm, when I'm saying I'm fearful, when I'm saying I don't really want to move forward and I'm saying that this is what is holding me back, it's asking yourself, is this really what is holding me back? Or what is the true real reason behind the reason that I don't want to move forward? And if it is, you know what, I just don't want to do this right now. That's absolutely fine. But what I don't want is that you allow fear to hold you back because you haven't really addressed it. So when we're at this time of, you know, crossroads for many people who are saying, I need to consider making a change. Perhaps you've been made furloughed. Perhaps you've been furloughed. Perhaps you've been made redundant. Perhaps you are in a situation where you started to think seriously about the fact that what you're doing now is not what you want to be doing long term you may be at a career crossroads and the thing that is holding you back from doing anything about it is that you are scared to make the wrong decision so I want to say to you that it's now that you are to say okay what would need to happen what would I need to do or what would I need to know in order for me to go ahead and move forward and moving forward doesn't necessarily mean making the decision It just means doing whatever you have to do so that you're one step closer to making that decision. So that's really what I wanted to share with you today. Um, the, the, The counterintuitive part of it, right, is, okay, I feel fearful. I feel like I just want to stay where I am. But what I'm saying to you is you have to move and you have to take action in order for you to move towards getting over that fear and figuring out what it is you need in order for you to move forward. So it seems a bit like that doesn't really make sense because what we want to do naturally as humans, our brains are wired to keep us safe and we feel safe when we are familiar. And when we're familiar in a situation, that's, you know, that's our comfort zone. And so to push past that and move outside of your comfort zone takes a lot of courage. It takes you being like, right, okay, I appreciate that right now I'm comfortable, but in my comfortability, I'm not happy in where I am. And so I'm going to have to move forward in order for me to find that place where I feel like this is, this is where I want to be. And it doesn't necessarily feel nice in the transition, definitely doesn't. But when you get to the other side, it can feel amazing. So I've worked with amazing women, especially in my group program that I run, And just seeing them, it's a 12 week program, seeing the transition from the beginning of the program. And most of them will say in their intake form, they will say that there's some element of fear about the idea of taking this step or the idea of like putting themselves out there or could they even do it or are they even going to be able to find a role? And then seeing them weeks later and how their perspective shifts because they've started to do something, because they've started to take action and they've started to build the blocks that are leading them to understand exactly what it is they want to do and understand what they need to be doing to to land that role and to leverage their experience. It's just amazing to see the shift. And so I want to encourage you that the shift is totally possible, but you have to start with identifying like, what is it that is really holding me back? So if you're going around saying, yeah, I do want to make a career change, but coronavirus, I can't now, or nobody's hiring, so I can't do it. Is it really that reason or is that an excuse? Ask yourself is it and if you're coming to it it's probably an excuse then it's about going back to the drawing board and saying okay like what is really the issue and what do I need to do to move past that 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Changemaker podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to let me know what your biggest takeaway has been. So head over to Instagram, tag me at Career Changemaker and let me know your thoughts. What did you like most about today's episode? I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, keep working towards your career goals and we will speak very, very soon.